Hallelujah. So this is what I'm going to do today. Just go back and delete your old links. Delete them and share the new link. And share the new link. Okay? Alright. So you delete the old link, then you share the new link. Today is going to be a very special service. It's going to be a very special service. I pray that the anointing of God will locate you in the name of Jesus. I pray that you'll be blessed like never before. Hallelujah. And then we set Namibia shall our Jesus Christ to be more. May the Lord God anoint you in Jesus' name. Today is going to be a very special service. Thank you for all for sharing. Kindly delete the old link. When you are done deleting the old link, then you you share this new link. The Lord bless you. God bless you. Now welcome. If you are here, let me welcome you specially. Let me welcome you specially. I'm seeing Boachua, the first person here. I'm seeing Mandy. I'm seeing Slay Kingdom. I don't know. Slay Kingdom. I don't know if that is someone's name. Slay Kingdom. Wow. Powerful name. I'm seeing Mami Abna. I'm seeing Nana. I want to say that a happy, very, a happy, happy birthday to you. A very big happy birthday to you, Nanaikia. May the grace of God keep you. May the anointing of the Lord keep you. There is so much potential in you. I am praying that it is going to be utilized. I pray that you'll be poured out even to your very last drop. You become so useful to this kingdom like never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say that I love you. I want to say that I am praying for you. I want to say that I am really waiting to see you at the top and to meet you at the top. God bless you. I am seeing Nancy. God bless you, Nancy. Nancy, God bless you. God richly, richly, richly bless you. I'm seeing Mami Akia. I'm seeing Jastika. I don't know if I'm if I'm correct, but it's Jastika I'm seeing. Boating. I'm seeing a Kiasika. It's, it's been a very long time seeing my daughter here. I am seeing, oh, wow, wow, fantastic. I'm seeing Peter Rock. It's been a while too, sir. I welcome you. Miracle, mommy. I see you. Miracle, mommy. I'm seeing Ajoabeka. I'm seeing Nukunu GH. I'm seeing Jenna. I'm seeing Ahinkai Odro. Let me welcome you to this today's class. Today is not just a, it's a class. Hallelujah. It's a seminar where you will talk, I will talk, you will contribute, I will contribute. 
Today is an interactive session. Hallelujah. So stay glued. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we pray? Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your grace. We thank you that you would come and teach us and you would add to us. In Jesus' name, we call it an amen. Hallelujah. We want to be very quick. So we are going straight into the word of God. Hallelujah. Someone should be very quick and paste 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 1. How are you? Ohima goodness. First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse one. Can I read from my version? First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse one. The Bible says that now about spiritual gifts. Brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Amen and amen. Okay, so another version says that now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Another version says that now about the gifts of the spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Hallelujah. So, God is telling you and I today that when it comes to spiritual gifts, he don't want us to be what? Ignorant. But the very sad thing is that in this present age, whereby there is so much chaos and there's so much noise about spiritual gifts, only very few believers really understands the gift of the spirit the operation and as a matter of fact use them hallelujah amen is that man here with me yes please many believers haven't discovered their spiritual gift but the issue is that the holy spirit has gifted every believer once you are in the body of christ the holy ghost have gifted every believer somebody say i am gifted gifted. so whenever you say i don't have a spiritual gift you are talking ignorantly whenever someone asks you of your spiritual gift and you are not able to answer the person it means you are not informed you are ignorant and we live in a time and we live in an an age and we live in an hour whereby many believers are ignorant we are often unclear as to what spiritual gifts that we possess and this teaching this class is going to help you number one discover your gift Learn what they mean and begin to use the gift to the glory of God. Are you not happy? Hallelujah. So, the teaching is in three sessions. 
Number one is understanding spiritual gifts and its operation. Number two is discovering your gift. And number three is using your gift. We said that we are going to break them into parts. On Saturday evening, we are going to do the impartation service. Hallelujah. Amen. But there can never, you see, there can never be impartation when we don't understand it. The impartation will mean nothing. That is why many people, you've gone for impartation service, Holy Ghost service, a lot of impartation service services, yet you have not received anything or you are not seeing yourself using any of the gift. The reason is because you have no knowledge of it. And then I am praying for you tonight that understanding will be yours. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So as we are going through this teaching, I want you to start jotting down some questions. And then you will be asking me some questions. And then I would also be, be talking to you on some, some things. And I will be asking you some things right now. Hallelujah. Amen. So the objective of today's class is that number one, Today's class is going to help us discover the meaning of spiritual gifts. It is also going to remind us that the Holy Spirit gives gifts to every, somebody say every, every, every believer. Number three, the third objective for today's class is to discover how important each person's gifts are to the entire church. Hallelujah. So your gifts are important my gift is also important. Jeff's gift is important. Rose's gift is important. A three years gift is important. A co-worker's gift is important. So each person's gifts are important even to the entire church. And it's very useful. Is someone here with me? Yes, please. So my first question to you. Is someone here with me? I want you to pass a comment if you are here with me. Hallelujah. So that when it breaks, I will know that it's, it's breaking. Number one, I want to ask you a question. Can you tell me a gift or the, um, a gift you have received? A, the, maybe the best gift you have received. Physical gift, I want to know. Any gifts you have received. When you received it, or the circumstance and how did you respond? I want you to talk to me. Hallelujah. Have you received any gift in your entire life before? And what was the gift? You just let me let me let me let me base on what the gift was. I am waiting for your gift. What gift did you receive? I mean physical. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody has received any gift. Someone said money and some clothes oh nice another person said t-shirts that's powerful i'm waiting for everyone's gift to someone said a phone oh wow was it a samsung or an iphone someone said a diary hallelujah diaries there it is it is uh some you see shs boyfriends they like buying diary we need to diagnose it somebody said iphone wow iphone iPhone. Somebody also said money. <laughs> wow. Money as a gift. Amen. Amen. Somebody said money. money. Someone said watch and necklace. The moment a lady talks about 
receiving what and a necklace and a, and a necklace you can guess where the gift is coming from a picture frame this one too if it's from a lady you know where it's coming even if it's from a guy you can at least have an idea as to where it is coming from hallelujah you see shs boyfriends they like buy, buying diaries a lot hallelujah and they'll add uh, this one to it some color be some perfume pen <laughs> hallelujah amen. Amen. amen so you can you, you see everybody here can remember in his lifetime or her lifetime we can remember in our lifetime someone said money bags shoes picture frame perfume and a whole lot so somebody there she's receiving gifts and gifts upon yeah. gifts the issue is that each and every person once in your life will receive a gift i am here to see someone that in their entire life you have never received any gift before hey. raise your hands up if you have never received any gift before somebody said miracle money 50 million was in my account and to date i don't know who sent it i use this for my traveling documents <laughs> hallelujah Amen. so you see that each and every person is having a, a day an hour that the person received their gift hallelujah now let me come to what do you think is the greatest gift that god has ever given to you mm, i'm waiting for an answer what do you think is the greatest gift that God has ever given to you. Alright? Someone said life. Someone said life. Someone said salvation. Someone said life. Someone said life. Someone said to be alive. Someone said life, life, life. Someone said my daddy. Someone said the spiritual discernment. Someone said life. Someone said, you see, the greatest gift that God has given to man is a definite answer. The greatest gift that perhaps you don't know the greatest gift God has given to you. The greatest gift that God has given to you is salvation. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. The greatest gift that God has given to you is salvation. It is not money. It is not anything. The greatest gift that God has given to you is not your father. It's not your mother. Your father has not slapped you before. Eh? <laughs> uh, the day your father will slap you <laughs> you know that your father is a questionable gift hallelujah Amen. your father has not shaken you before eh? the day your father will shake you small you know that your father your father's gift there is something added to it amen, amen. so the greatest gift that god has given to you is salvation salvation is the greatest gift you would ever receive hallelujah amen. however the holy spirit also gives us special gifts is someone here with me yes, the holy spirit also give us special gifts so when you are told to define spiritual gift a spiritual gift is a significant ability given to each believer by the holy spirit who gives who gives the spiritual gift the holy spirit is someone learning at all you, the one that gives the spiritual gift is the Holy Spirit. And the gift is significant. So, don't ever say that your gift is not significant. 
A spiritual gift is a significant ability that is given to each believer by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that the Holy Spirit gives to the believer so that the person can serve others in a special way for Christ and the kingdom. So, a spiritual gift is a significant ability given by the Holy Spirit to each believer to serve others in a special way for Christ and then the kingdom. Is someone learning at all? So, we, we, we learn from here that the Holy Spirit gives the gift. And the gift is to every believer. Now, who is not a believer here? I can make you receive the Lord as your personal savior right now. Your Lord and personal savior right now. So that if you are not a believer, you can say after me, Dear Lord Jesus, I love you. I've come to you just as I am. Come to my life. Make my life a testimony. I love you, Jesus. I am yours and you are mine. Amen. If you pray this prayer, you are a believer. Now, from from... From what I did, it means that everybody here is a believer. Hallelujah. And once you are a believer, then by the definition of what a spiritual gift is, it means that you are gifted. It means that you have a gift. And it means that I also have what? A gift. So, a spiritual gift is a significant ability. So, a spiritual gift is beyond and above normal. Hallelujah. A spiritual gift is not something which is normal. I want you to, you see, after this service, people's eyes will be opened in a way eh, that you begin to see what God has has done for you. And the truth also, I'm I'm, I'm going further. The second truth about spiritual gift is that spiritual gifts are... Spiritual gifts are given to each believer, not just some people, but to everyone. So if you are here and then you think that the spiritual gifts are given to some people alone, you are ignorant and you are walking in ignorance that you need deliverance. So, spiritual gift, I'm going to prove to, to you with the Bible very soon. Spiritual gift is given to each believer. The day you accepted the Lord as your personal savior, the day you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal savior, that day you received also spiritual gifts. Some spiritual gift, you received some spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. Amen. The third truth about spiritual gifts is that spiritual gifts, so by the definition, spiritual gifts, they are given by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. If the Holy Spirit is giving you something, eh, you are rest assured that it is conk. If I say that I'll give you something, it is not assured. It's not a blessed assurance. Hallelujah. Have your father promised you before that your father has failed you before? Hey, number one. My father said, oh, I am by the mobile money side. I'm sending you the money. Oh, oh, 
But the mobile money no home. I received con 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 con. I thought, oh, this one that has come. I ran. I did not even check the alerts. I ran to the mobile money site. I have a lot cash out. The person said, but there's no money inside the tunnel. I said, oh, my father. You see, the issue is the issue is that when man promises you something, promises you something, it's not assured. But when God promises you something, it's assured. Hallelujah. So spiritual gifts they are given by the Holy Spirit, and this is a promise that you can count on. Is someone here with me? Yes, spiritual gifts also equip and move the members of the church to serve others. You cannot serve others better or well if you don't have a gift. Because each gift, each spiritual gift relates to a certain need. <laughs> Is someone following me? Each spiritual gift relates to a certain need. So, if I speak, if, if I pick the spiritual gift of healing, you will know that there are people who need healing. <laughs> Hallelujah. If I pick the spiritual gift of working miracles, there are people right now that they need miracle, they need a miracle in their life. So, each spiritual gift relates to a certain need. So, the mere fact that you have a spiritual gift and you are using means that already you are serving the kingdom. Hallelujah. So, people who do not discover their gift and use them are rather becoming a disservice to the kingdom of God. And one day, they are going to be asked and judged for that. Imagine that you are called to have the spiritual gift of healing. Is that man here with me? Imagine that you are called to have the spiritual gift of healing. But you don't use it. And there are people who are sick and one of these people die. So you see, Never, never think that it is only the men of God that are gifted. Here, we are going to know that the gift is for every believer. And you must know your gift. You must use your gift. So, spiritual gift, it equip. Spiritual gifts equip and move the members of the church to serve others. If you don't have spiritual gifts, then you are not doing anything in the kingdom. You are of no use in the kingdom. And you cannot say you don't have a spiritual gift. You have. Just that you don't want to admit or you have not discovered or it is dormant and you are not using them. Is someone here with me? And therefore spiritual gifts are for Christ and his kingdom. They are ultimately for God's glory and his alone. Is someone here with me? Another truth about spiritual gifts is that spiritual gifts they are not a reward for good behavior. Hmm. It is getting tensious now. It is getting tensious now. It is getting tensious now. 
Is that man here with me? Spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. They are not rewards for good behavior. It does not, it, it means that you, can, you cannot say, Oh, me, I have a good behavior. That is why God gave me a spiritual gift. It is not like that. Hallelujah. You cannot say, oh me, my behavior is good. My behavior is good. That is why I received spiritual gifts. No. Because spiritual gifts, they are received. They are not achieved. So, when you are gifted, don't think your, 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 your behavior is so good. That is why you are gifted. No. Spiritual gifts, they are what? Received, not achieved. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot. The only thing you can do in the in, in terms of spiritual gifts is to receive, is to be receptive enough to receive the gift and to use them. But to have it, you don't your 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 character did not allow you to. That is why you see, let me let me say something here. That is why we can see some people here. Eh, they will be in church. They will be of good behavior, sir. And then you will not see any significant gift operating in their life. But you can meet some people. They will come to Christ. And then they are very, de- they are very desirous of spiritual gifts. And they are very open to receiving spiritual gifts. And these people will receive the gifts. And then those people who will be in church for many years. So with all their good behaviors, they will be there. They think that it is good behavior that makes them receive the gift. It's not like that. Hallelujah. Amen. Another thing is that the gift of God, spiritual gift, comes to those that are in Christ. If you are not a Christian, you don't have a spiritual gift. Boom. Hmm? If you are not a Christian, you don't have a spiritual gift. As simple as that. So, if somebody somewhere who is not a Christian is singing a gospel song and people are crying, it is God that gave the person talent. It is talent at display, not spiritual gift at display. We still give glory to God because it is the same God that gives talent. Are you here with me now? And that there are people who even use talent. We need, we need talent in church. All the musicians we see in church, majority of them, they have talent. And then they have a spiritual gift perhaps of healing to their talent, which is music, which is the song. And then they are able to execute them. So when you see someone who is doing their own thing and the person holds the microphone and sings for people to fall down, that's not spiritual gift. That is talent. Spiritual gift is different from talent, but it is God that gives them both. God gives talent. God gives talent. God gives gift. Hallelujah. Is someone here with me? Yes, please. So spiritual gifts, they are not simply natural talent. Hallelujah. Spiritual gifts are the expressions of God's grace in ordinary people's lives. 
So somebody can have a talent and God can transform the talent into something supernatural. It is there. Hallelujah. So someone can be very talented and a person can start singing and the person will be a Christian and God is going to touch the person. So when, when the person begins to sing, not only are you be, will you become emotional, but the person can sing and then your troubles will go away. Uh, you can be healed. You can be talked to. You can be ministered to. You can, that is what spiritual giftings are. Is that man here with me? Now, First Peter chapter 4 verse 10 hold your bible hold your questions so you'll be I'll, you'll be asking questions plenty today i'll be i'll be done right now so that you ask questions hallelujah first peter chapter 4 i've seen that yesterday when i said people should give testimony see people's testimony was short short i thank god for the gift of life thank god for the gift of life thank god for the gift of life i remember the day i said call in and give testimony someone can use 30 minutes 20 minutes to to just give their testimony but right there everybody did it short short thank god for the gift of life today let your questions belong hallelujah first peter chapter 4 verse 10 to 11 can someone hear me? Is the network okay? First Peter 4, verse 10 to 11. The Bible says that, As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. If any man minister, let him do it as, the, as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praised and dominion forever and ever. So number one, does everyone have a gift? Yes. Every Christian has at least one spiritual gift. So from verse 10, you would understand the Bible says, as every man. So here he was talking about the church. So every man in the church, every believer has a spiritual gift. So now my question for you listening to me, do you know that gift? Yes or no? I am waiting for an answer. No. No. Someone said, mm. Someone said, mm. Someone said, yes. Someone said, hmm. Someone said, yes. Someone said, hmm. Someone there. He does not want to even comment. And he's reading other people's own. And very soon, the person will be, will be laughing. Someone said, big yes. Someone said, yes. Someone said, I'm still trying to figure out. Someone said, yes. Someone said, the question again. The question is, do you know your spiritual gift? Do you know your spiritual gift? Hallelujah. Amen. So that, 
So you see, you see that a lot of people here, the nose are plenty. The people that said yes, Mike Shaker, Nancy, Dodu, Mary, Ohima, all the other people are saying no, no, no. You see, someone is saying that I only thought it's only for spiritual people. Who asked the spiritual people? That's the question. Every believer is a spiritual person. Every believer is a spiritual person. So, that kind of... I will give some small group of people. We should start breaking that thing out. We are really hurting ourselves. So, number one, from 1 Peter chapter 4. Every, every believer is having a gift. Romans 12. Is someone learning at all? Yes, please. Romans 12, verse 3. Romans 12, verse 3 to 8. I pray for somebody in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. That after this encounter, mm. your life will never be the same Amen. again. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans 3. Romans 12, verse 3 to 8. The Bible says, For I say, through the giving grace, I, for I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith, for us we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having the gift different according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them if prophecy let us prophesy in the portion to our faith or ministry let us use it in our ministry he who teaches in teaching he who exalts in exhortation he who gives with liberation he who leads with diligence he who show mercy with cheerfulness hallelujah Amen. so here the bible is trying to say that Everybody is having a gift, but our gift differs. The gift of God on a fear Pumaya's life will be different from the gift of God in Ohima's life. Believe every believer, every believer, believe a beer. That was spiritual gift. Every believer is having a spiritual gift. Once you are here listening to my voice and you are a believer, you have a spiritual gift. But the issue is that your spiritual gift is different from other person's spiritual gift. You see, even if, let's say, you have the gift of prophecy and another person is having the gift of prophecy, the delivery will be the same. It will not be the same. The delivery will be different because of the exposures and because of other, you see, no gift. Every gift is connected. That is what I've seen. Every gift is connected. So, if somebody may be having, let's say, the gift of prophecy with also the gift of faith, 
Another person may be having the gift of prophecy with also the gift of, let's say, he, with healing gift, the administration will be different. Because, because both of them is having, let's say, the prophet's prophecy, they'll be able to prophesy. But because one is having faith and one is having healing, their execution will be different. The way they would, they would exercise it will be different. So the Bible is saying that yes, we are all one body. But each body, each member of the body is having a different function. The eye is having a different function from the ears. Are you here with me? The eye is having a different function from the ears. So you see, the Bible compares the church to the human body. The Bible compares the church to the human body. So when you talk about the church, we are talking about the human body. The eye has a different function from the leg. But they are members of the same body. The, the leg is having a different function from the head. Even from the same head, the eye is different from the nose. The nose, the left nose is even different from the right nose. Yet they are all nostrils. The function of the left nose is not the same as the function of the right nose. Nostril. Are you here with me? So we are we are different. And if you understand this, you will never see someone's gift as bigger than yours. Or as as let's say as more important than one. If you understand this, you will never see someone's gift as more important than one. No. You begin to respect every member of the body. You dear, let the eye say that I am more important. The leg will show the eye. The day the eye says I am more important, I see things. I see things. And then the, the leg will show things. You go out and go and see. The Lord will say, you will go out. You will see if you are important. The day, everybody knows. The eye, everything knows. We are intact, we are good. We don't need the tongue. The tongue which will cause some pain here. Is someone here with me? All right. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hallelujah. So you see. God compares the church to what? The human body. Right? God compares the church to the human body. So, this is it. 
this is the danger of it. If one day the eye feels inferior, why is it that always it is the, the hand that is receiving money, receiving money, receiving money? Me too, I want to receive money. Don't you think there is going to be danger to the human body? If one day the stomach says that, ah, I am the most important. I receive, I receive more food, nutrients into me, into my body, and ah, I am important. Then the mouth will say, okay. <laughs> I have closed. I have closed my mouth. Let's see how the nutrients and the food and then the sobolo will come to the stomach. You see, you see these things. So you see, every member of the body is important. And every member of the body never feel that your gift is inferior. And then I would we will go to the gift so that you know what gifts we have. Some of you, you have the gift, you don't even know what gifts we are talking about at all. Hey, some of you, the only gift you know is one prophecy. Prophecy. Because that is the, it's like that's become the catchy, the catchy gift in this generation. That's become the catchy gift in our generation. So, when everybody is talking about gift, 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 everybody's mind is, oh, prophecy, 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 prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see, you are important. Your gift is important. My gift is important. Together, when we come together, you see, the last time I sent, I had a, I had a problem. Something came on my dashboard. So I needed to send the car even to the fitter, the, 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 fitter, the fitting shop for them to check it. The moment I entered the, the place, you see, God taught me something from there. Somebody looked at the thing, nah, he said, nah. He called another person. Now another person came and said, oh, this one is not a, a, a mechanical problem. It's an electric problem. Then they called the electric problem. Then the, the, the one also came. He touched the thing, did this, did this, this. Okay, this one is not this. Let me call this person. So by the time we were done with the, with the, with the thing, like five different people had come to look at it and then they will all refer you to a different person and that is what our gift should be. That is how we should utilize our gift. But the issue is that it wasn't, it wasn't even any problem at all. All of them, they were wrong. Hallelujah. It wasn't even any problem at all. All of them, they were wrong. But the issue is that I learned something from there. That everybody understood that this is, what, this is where I am. And this is what I can do. And then they never felt bad that this person does this and I do this. We live in a time, we live in an hour whereby people are changing callings. 
people people are changing you can see that this fine guy really can preach well and can teach well because this thing is catchy oh let me switch small let me go here but you see that is the danger now each member is having a different function and we our gifts cannot be the same our gifts will definitely be different so we don't possess the same gift hallelujah we don't possess the same gift hallelujah amen is someone here with me so quickly let me go through the giftings and let me let me go through the giftings and let me end so that i'll take questions okay you're not going to take long here at all amen number one administration administration you will find it in first corinthians chapter 12 verse 28 when we say administrative gift it means that the gift to organize there are people that they organize papa they can organize things they organize things well well they can arrange a program and then the program the christian program will be very good the person with this gift will be able to organize information plans projects to work effectively in the body of christ for a particular task first corinthians chapter 12 verse 28 you will find the gift of administration hallelujah amen amen and amen. amen so the gift of administration is is for people that have that ability that supernatural ability to organize you see it is not everybody who is organized true or not true we all want to be in a way organized in some in some sense right but it's not every it's not everyone that can carefully organize things like that there are people that is their gift so when you read first corinthians chapter 12 verse 28 the bible says and god has appointed these in the church first apostles second prophet third teachers after that after that miracles then the gift of healing helps administrations so we have administration people can those people can organize things well well there are people right now listening to me they can organize they can plan a, a task and information they can organize a project work effectively but they don't even know it's a gift you don't even know it's a gift hallelujah number two I've, you see I've, I've arranged it in no particular order i've arranged it alphabetically right alphabetical order number two apostles apostles what we call the fivefold ministries what we call the fivefold ministry you are going to you are going to read it from ephesians chapter 4 ephesians chapter 4 now open your ears by, uh, let me uh, let me really explain this so that you understand very very well and every person who is called into ministry and open your ears very well Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 the Bible says and he himself 
gave some to be apostles. Okay, let me go. Let me go top. The Bible says that he who descended is the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be. So when you go up, okay, let me go up. Verse 7. But to each one of us is grace given according to the measure of Christ. Therefore he says, he, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. And gave what? Gifts to men. So when you come to verse 11, he says that he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. So the issue is that the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, they are gifts given to the body of Christ. They are gifts. So your apostle is your gift. So if you are, if your gift, if you are in this callings, if you, what we call the fivefold ministry, if you are in any of these things, you must know that you are a gift. The church can use you like you are this. Are you here with me? Like the church, any any member of the church can claim you for their benefit. Are you here with me? Yes, please. So. Somebody can call you anytime because you are a gift. You, the human being, you are a gift. Are you here with me at all? Yes, please. If, if we all understand this, the pride in, in the system will, will come down. Hallelujah. You are, you are somebody's gift. Like, you are a gift. Do me a gift. If someone gives me, like, if someone gives me money, like 20 cities, that is my money. I can use it anyhow and anywhere where I want it. So, you are someone that you are in that office. You must understand that you are a gift to, to the church. You are, you, are, you, are, you are someone's gift. So, the person can assess you without even giving you a password. It's, it's, a, it's the person's right to enjoy that gift. So, we, it is the apostle that led me to that place. Now, when someone is an apostle... And that is a gift. You are a gift. This gift enables a person to see the overall picture of how the purpose of God can best be headed. So whenever you meet an apostle, he's always trying to make you understand the purpose of God. He's trying to paint a picture of the purpose of God for you. And they normally lead Oh my God. The sound eh? Can you hear me now? Can you give my ear please? So, when someone is an apostle, the gift of the apostle, the gift of the apostle is the gift that enable a person to see the overall picture of how the purposes of God can best be fed. So whenever you encounter an apostle, he will, he will paint the picture and the picture of how the purpose of God can best be fed. This person, normally, they lead to 
pioneer new initiatives. So whenever there is a new initiative, this you will see that these people that are called into that category, they are leading those things. They are always making great decisions, big, big, big ones. And they are always investigating new initiatives. That is the apostle. Even if there is a knowledge of God that people are, are contemplating, the apostles will sit down just to go deep into it. You see this in this our age, dear. We think that an apostle is somebody that can operate in all the four or all the five, the other four. Eh, apostle, there he should teach, he should preach. That's what an apostle is. No, 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 no. That's not all. Is someone here with me? So that is an apostle. Now, the gift of discerning spirits. That is to discern whether something is from God. This gift is used to discern whether a person ministering in God's name is really acting out of another source. Human or satanic source. So you see, these things, eh, it really worked in the olden days. Whereby they can, they can, they can assess someone who is ministering and they can know that this one is not from God. It's from another source. So that is discerning spirits. The gift is used to discern whether a person ministering in God's name is really acting out of another source human spirit or satanic spirit you can find it in first corinthians chapter 12 verse 10 is someone here with me i want you to start marking yourself Of by the time you finish, you say, Oh, Uncle Ben, I have all the gifts. <laughs> Hallelujah. You say, oh, Uncle Ben, I mean, I have all the gifts. <laughs> Amen. Now, the evangelist. The evangelist, the main emphasis is to effectively communicate the good news to people who aren't Christians. The evangelist, the emphasis is to effectively communicate the good news to people who aren't Christians. So this is the work of the evangelist. Whilst all Christians are called to share in evangelism and to communicate their faith in the appropriate ways at appropriate times, the person with the gift of, the, of an evangelist will frequently and naturally talk about the gospel with the non-christian and will often see them coming to faith in jesus christ and becoming full members of the church so you will see evangelists on missions group sometimes in preaching listen to me ghanian evangelists it's like our evangelist is different. It's like our evangelist is there. Once you say you're an evangelist, 
It is not like that. Ghanaian evangelists there. Once they say you are an evangelist in Ghana, like those people can insult. And they have the way of insulting. The issue is that, you see, evangelists are the people that they are, they are, they are, they must even show mercy more. They are the ones that they should be more reserved, more, yes. That is the work of the evangelist because you are sharing good news. So, the good news is, the, the thing is too good to is too good to be true. That is what you are sharing. You are not supposed to be. It's like in Ghana, dear, once you're an evangelist, that is not evangelism. Like it does not make you an evangelist. You are acting out of ignorance. Yeah. Once he starts preaching now. Uh, that is not that does not mean you are an evangelist no 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 an evangelist is the one that communicates the good news to people who are not christians Yeah, so somebody said, if you want, somebody said, if you want to be someone who insults Christians, who insults her, you'll be an evangelist. And I've seen that most of these people, one, when they were younger, they were people that insult her. And then they abused it to, when they came to Christ, they picked that portion of the ministry just to continue doing what they were doing when they were young. I said, Musuba Mbaneno. That is no evangelism now. That is you. That there is no good news in what you are saying. There is no good news. When you see people on missionary journeys. You see that yes, they are really doing the work of the ministry. They will share good news to people and win people for Christ. Most of these people we see, they preach and then even the sinner becomes more angered, more ginger to do it more. They preach and then you, know, you, you feel like you should be, you are even angry the more. When you are sinning, you want to sin more. That's not an evangelist. Please. Your, that office is a very honorable office. We don't need to destroy it. Now we come to exhortation. Exhortation. Evangelist, you find it in first, uh, Ephesians 4, verse 11. I, I've talked about the, all the gifts there, but I'll go, I'll describe it. Exhortation. That is to encourage others. This gift will lead to encouragement. Comfort, confrontation, challenge, and instruction through the application of scriptural truth leading to growth in faith, hope, and love. So there are people that uh, they can encourage you. There are people that yeah, you can commit abortion, but they have a way of lifting your spirit and making you know what you did is wrong using biblical truth. And then they would encourage you that you will not, you will not be a lost soul. 
There are people that your mother will die, your father will die. You may you may tell them that, oh, I, I, I don't want to be a Christian. They can exalt you. They can encourage you. Exhortation. And we need them. In this age, eh? In this age, we need such gifts, oh. We need people who can exalt people. Because, you see, in this our age, when everybody, everybody you meet is saying they're having a story. Everybody you meet, they'll say, me, I have a, I'm having a story. I'm having a story. I've gone through pain. I've gone through this. I've gone through temptation. Do you know my story? Do you know my story? So everybody saying they have a story. So we need people who can use biblical truth to confront, to exalt, to confront, to confront, to conf- comfort them also with biblical truth for them to, for you to lead them to grow in the faith, hope, and love. you find it in Romans chapter 12, verse 8. Exhortation. Many people, they are here. You can exhort, man. But the only exhortation is you need to exhort the wrong people. Hallelujah. Your boyfriend wants to leave you. But you exhort your boyfriend and not to leave you. And two months later, you come back and say, I want to leave you. You exhort him. Hey. Hallelujah. Now, the gift of faith. Someone say faith. Faith is to confidently trust in God for particular things. You see, the gift of God is not the same as having faith. Having faith, all Christians have faith. It is given by God. But the gift of faith is a special faith that we need within the Christian community in order to trust God for specific things. You see, I have seen that when we were growing up, we used to have this, our women fellowship, uh, Emelku and all those people. See, the, oh, I should not use even those people. Emelku, that, that honorable group. Emelku, you see, when we were young, they, can, they, they could come together. Like five, three of them, they would come together. See, yeah, bomb, payama, mami, way, 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 me, me, nikunu. Yeah, that's say, watch us here, or no monsa. And other that these three people can pray and they will believe God for that thing to happen and it will happen. The gift of faith. Confidence. They have confidence in God. They really have confidence in God. Hallelujah. May God make you like that. In Jesus' name. Now let me come to the gift of giving. To determine, the gift is to determine physical needs and provide physical resources. Oh my God. Is that one here with me? Someone called insider. Sorry, I was trying to use that on network, but people call inside. So, so the gift of giving is to determine physical needs and provide physical resources. 
that is giving money or resources responsibly is part of normal Christian life. You see, giving is supposed to be for everybody. But there are people eh, that they have a special ability over and above what is required of an average Christian. It's a money at all. You see, every believer must give and every believer must give. But there are special people, eh? they are gifts, they, they, they give above all other, all other Christians. They give above an average Christian. And they give liberally. They give in cheerfulness. There are people that they can sign check. There are people that they can give money. Like the people that everything they have, they want to give. Once they have money, the first thing that comes into their mind is giving. Whilst some most majority of Christians, the first thing once they receive salary is uh, once in a while uh, you don't even know when you are going to die. So when you get money, you, you need to at least uh, just eat some. Uh, once in a while, so uh, uh, spoil it. Uh, so I said, fine. You only live once. <laughs> And Kalomosikan top lot say NC dying. Happy yourself, huh? That you see, those kind of people, they give us eh? the moment they are there now, they are even thinking of how God would how God will bless them. And the moment the blessing comes, no, the money is going into God's God's work and God's project. I pray that God will raise more givers. If a ministry will succeed, we need people like this in each ministry for the gospel to go. Hallelujah. Some of you, God has given you that gift, but you don't want this one. You don't want this one. Say, I could bring this one escape, escape. I want faith. I want you see you are selfish. I want the one that I will trust God for new things. What is gift of giving? Give it to is a gift. Hey, you never knew it's a gift. It's a gift. And so this one I swear. I'm swear. I swear. I swear every weapon form against me. In the name of Jesus, I swear. Hey, I swear, but you know something? Givers to her, they are blessed. And every giver never lacks. And the issue is that because they are givers, they are always super blessed. They are always super blessed. They are always super blessed. You will never see a giver that will use the gift one year and will not build and will not have places to sleep. No, 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 no. And will not have 
a car to move around. No. That is the gift of the giver. Giving is a gift. First Corinthians, Romans 12 verse 8, you will see it. It's, it's, even, it's only a giver that can say, ah, this one, this one, this one. Oh, why is church like this? Why? Ah, no, 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 no. Please, can you? Do you know that in the, in the olden church, people sell their lamps and then they gave it to church? I checked that the, the church of Pentecost, there was one woman. I, I learned the woman was from, I think, southern part of Ghana, either Cape Coast or some. The woman picked the house goat and gave it to the church of Pentecost. And then history says that every person from the lineage of this woman, they are professors, doctors, this, that, that, that. Picked gold from the house. The gift of giving. And one unique thing about this gift is that its consequences don't die with the one that executes their gift. When someone is having faith, when the person dies, the consequences is gone. Right? When someone is having the gift of giving, when the person dies, their blessings will still be in their generation, to the next generation, to the next generation. It is a spiritual inheritance, this gift. God called you to God has called you to give it, but because of a new day and because of uh, some things, be you are not doing what you are supposed to do. The devil knows that you are, you are a giver, so the devil has made you materialistic. Anytime money comes, you are thinking of the next shoe to get, the next this to get. And your blessings have been locked up. Serious, so realistic. Three thousand Ghana cities, realistic. Just for coming up here to see. Hallelujah. Healing. Healing. That is to call on God to heal supernaturally. This brings. God's power to bear on sickness, be it emotional, physical, or mental. We are going to find it in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 9, and also 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28. There are people that, they, when they call on God, you'll be healed. It's their gift. You'll be healed. There are people, when they call on God for healing, for this, for that, it will come. Is a gift. Now, the other gift is help to aid others. This gift is a remarkable ability to work alongside another and help the other to complete a task that God has given them. This help, that is the, the gift that uh, people like Bishop Bayodun Lawa, uh, Bishop Abioye, you see those people, so people that they have worked under a man of God for years. They have become like assistant to that man of God. 
Is someone here with me? That is the gift of help. It is not everybody who will be a who will be a, a, a GO, general overseer. No. Help is somebody that can stick with a, they can stick with somebody that God has given a task. So if let's say, uh-huh, it's not every backing vocalist, their, their gift is help. The gift of help. There are people that somebody will be in ministry. Let's say Joe Metal will be a minister. And then Joe, mini, Joe Metal is the one in the limelight. But there is somebody who is, a, who, is also, who has also received the gift of help. And this person will be backing the person for years. That is the gift. It's not everybody will be a general overseer. There are people that God will call into ministry as a general overseer. And God will say, you, your gifting is to help the person. And you, you see, you may, you, if you do your task well, you may even be rewarded in heaven. More than the person who was having the task. And not just in heaven. If you do it well, it will reflect in your life here on earth. Not just in heaven. It will reflect in your... See, that is why there are people that the moment something comes home, they are home. home, You see, it's not any time home, home is good. home ministers. We have the gift of help. People that will help you rain or shine. People that they have dedicated their whole life to go and, and uh, to go, they have dedicated their whole life to go and do something specific for a task that God has given to some people. That is the gift of help. You see, there are people that when you give them microphone to sing, they will share the song. They will, they will share the song. They will share the song. They will share the song. Hallelujah. They will do what? They will share the song. They will share the song. But the moment they are behind, they can support and support and support and support and will sink and will sink and will sink. But there are people that when you give them the microphone for them alone, they will share the song. They will share the song. Hallelujah. There is the interpretation of tongues. Please, it is not the translation of tongues. People, people are you see. Translation of tongues is when let's say I say rababo. Then you say braba bra rababo. So you see rababo. It's like three syllables. So the interpretation should be brahase. KKK. Then they it, that that's translation. Hallelujah. At times someone can speak in tongues, reboko shokologo salabazolibileko salab. And then the whole translation is, I am here. Fear not. That's it. 
and many Christians have this gift. But because they are shy, or because they don't, they are not, they are not. Total reference to the gifts of help. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, and Romans 12, verse 7. Romans 12, verse 7, and First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. I'm going to make this one to a PDF, and then I'll send it across so that all of us can have it. Is that okay? So that all of us can have it. So, so the interpretation of tongues. There are people that, you see, many people, eh? Some people have prayed in church, ah, and then they were expecting a word. You did not release it. You could feel like as you were, you were having service, service now, people were praying in tongues. Just something small dropped in your heart that just tell the whole congregation that God says that he has listened to your prayers. And that was the gift of interpretation of tongues. But you, you are saying, I'm an introvert. But if they leave you, you'll be singing, No, come use my reggae, so my blues, so you, you dance and dance and dance and dance and dance. No, come use my reggae, so my blues, so you dance and dance and dance. Hey! But you say you're an introvert. But you're telling us that we should not use our reggae to come and spoil your, your blues and rhythm. Hey, we have heard. Hallelujah. So, so this gift enables a person to understand and communicate the meaning of an unknown language, often in corporate worship. So it normally happens in corporate worship. So when we are worshiping, those of us from local churches, uh, at times it's a bit dramatic, uh, but we must understand that that is some of the level of our people. So we must, at times people can shake. I was here, Gumi. I was here, I was here, Gumi. 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 I was here, You see, don't discard that. It is based on their level of exposure. But you as a Bible student should understand that it is true. God speaks through them. You see, and then if you grow in them, a time is going to come, you can give that prophecy without even shaking. Haven't you seen and witnessed people that they walk straight for the microphone, they don't shake? The reason why some of them, they shake is that there are some people that they think that when they don't shake, people will not believe that it is Jesus Christ that came. No. There are times that in corporate worship, God will release something for you. And you must just go and release it. So the... Mm, mm, oof, oh, yes, wait your house. Yes, wait your house. I want to know. 
The shaking is not necessarily intentional. No. There are people that truthfully they must shake. There are people that truthfully they must shake. There are some of us here right now, if we start saying we are praying, you are laughing. But by the time you are done, you shake. I'm telling you. And you realize that it's not your fault. There are people that are there. There are people, some that they think that when they don't shake, they may not be believed. So you see, it is two sides. But the issue is that don't discard the things they say. It is true. It is very true. It is very, very true. It is very, very true. So if you are here and then God gives you a word, you can choose not to shake. You can go straight, to take the mic and release it. There are times somebody can be praying in tongues. You can, you, can, you, can, you can just interpret the tongues to the whole congregation. I have heard people praying and then they began to speak in tongues that people, someone took the mic to. There, was a, there is a lady here, I don't want to mention the name. There's a lady here that is having that gift that many times I'll be praying in tongues. Then the person said, oh, I was shy too. I was shy. Then the person will come to my DM and then the exact thing I had in me, the person will interpret the thing. Dito, dito. There's a lady here. Explain that it dito dito. And then myself, as a prophet and as a, as a designing being, I will know this is true. It's a common gift. It's not something strange. It's not some, some of you, you doubt a lot. Your doubting is not making you prophesy. Your doubting is not making you interpret tongues. Your doubting is not making you heal. Your doubt, you doubt everything. When the moment something you start think, you start to think of the case that this guy gave you last three years, last year, last month. That is where all the sins you have done begin to come to your head. So say me, me, dear, me, me, no, 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 no. Let me go my way. Oh, I don't want trouble. That is how the devil fights your mind. And that is why you are not growing. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm bold, I'll say something, but I'm, I'm, I don't want to be bold and cr- like say some strange things that the church have not come to. Like, full comprehension. The lady's own is interpretation, not translation. We don't translate tongues. When you say rekoko, then you are saying, okay, then the thing to, should be three syllables. No, 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 no. You see, Mike, let me be bold. You see, this thing of, this thing of, uh, uh, I don't, it's not, it's not every believer that can, that can hold it. This thing of, oh, media, I, I did, I did, I did this, so uh, uh, I cannot master. You can fornicate, you see, you can fornicate. And then the next moment, God is speaking through you. I can prove to you. You can sin. And then the next moment, God is speaking through you. Have you read the story of, have you read the story of the old prophet and then the new prophet? God told the young prophet, as you are going to the city, do not eat. The old prophet met the young prophet and the, the old prophet said that, God said that eat. Me too, I'm a prophet. Then when he convinced the young prophet to eat, when the young prophet was done eating, now God spoke through him. 
that tell the young prophet that I told him not to eat, but he listened to the lies you lied, and therefore tell him that he's going to die on the way, and he died along the way. I am not saying that go and go and fornicate. Because if you go and fornicate, the devil is going to have a way of stealing your, 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 your. The devil is going to use your conscience against you. Someone says, so how did he feel? It means that this person has matured so much and the person has gotten to the realization that giftings of God is not dependent on him, the man. But it's on God. The person have the person have developed so much to understand that the, when God is using man, he's not he's not going to use he's not going to you see this thing. That is why a lot of people eh, you are you are stuck up in some things that you did in the past is still hold is still is still is still taking hold of you, and the giftings of God cannot be expressed through you. God knows you make a mistake. When when Jesus died, do you know why he did? He died for the the sins of. The, the sins of the past, the sins of the present, and the sins of the future. So he knows you make a mistake. That is why when you make it, you must resolve and you must come back. These things, when you say it, is the truth. But when you say it, it makes some people want to go the extreme. Want to go. That is why many men of God, they know it, but they don't, they don't preach it. Because they know that, oh, well, Africa, when you tell an African man this, that's giving free licenses. They'll go and then they'll do things. Hallelujah. But sin has a way, that the weapon of the devil is, is sin. The weapon of the devil is sin. So the devil uses sin to always make sure that we don't, we don't enter into these things, these realities of the kingdom. Now, word of knowledge, what we call knowledge, that is to know God's, to know God's way forward. This gift enables a person to discern both through spiritual and practical means God's insight into a particular situation that leads to proper course of action. It may be exercised to help individuals or churches as a whole. So when someone is having a word of knowledge, they can, they can tell or they can tell God's agenda, God's mind about the thing. So when you are fortunate to have someone who is having a word of knowledge, the person can give you a word of knowledge about your own marital life in the future, about your business, about, about this. That is the gift of the, is the word of knowledge is among the gifts of the prophetic office. The gift of the prophetic office, word of knowledge is part of the gift of the prophetic office. So they can give you insight as to what is about to happen. You find it in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 8. We have mercy to emphasize with the heading. The capacity both to feel the sympathy with those in need and to manifest this sympathy in some practical, helpful ways with a cheerful spirit so that you can encourage others who are in need. That is the gift of mercy. There are people that they can show mercy out to an extent. They have a way of sympathizing with you. They can cry with you. They can stay with you. And then they can help you. 
There are people today don't have mercy at all. Any small thing there, um, we are making. You see that? Mm, ah, mm, ah, people, they don't have mercy at all. They don't have this gift. Mm, ah, mm, oh. I'll come to that, okay? I'll come to that. The mm, ah, people, they don't have mercy at all. Hallelujah. But the mercy is a gift. I pray that you have mercy. Don't say it's, for, it's only for ladies. There are men that they can they can do that. Wow. Hey. I know men that they can show mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. You have the working of miracles. That is to call on God to do supernatural acts. Hallelujah. Amen. Biblical examples that happened in, in, in Peter. Dealing with Ananias and Sapphira. It happened with uh, Paul. In Paul's life, in Acts chapter 5, in Elimas's life. That is, a miracle is an act of God intended as evidence of his power and purpose. This gift is to be distinguished from the gift of healing. You see, there is difference between the gift of healing and then working of miracles. When someone is praying for you, eh, for healing, the person can pray for you and then within a week you'll be healed. There are people that they can pray for you within a month. Healing can occur instantaneously. That is true. Some takes time. That is exercising the gift of healing. There are people that they can, they can do working of miracle. They can pray for you right now. You'll be healed right now. You see, but the difference between the working of miracle is that it comes with its own atmosphere. The, the working of miracle is whereby you, you lost a certificate. These things, eh, you have left it for the fetish prince to be using. There are people that you lost a certificate Maybe 20, 30 years ago, they, by, by prayer, they can take it and they can give it to you. They can, they can. There are people that your, one of your leg is short. One is, they can make, there are people that they can slim you by prayer. There are people that can make you fat by prayer. There are people that can reduce your weight by prayer. There are people that can make you tall by prayer. There are people, oh, that is it. There are people that your baby can die in your stomach and then they will lay hands on your stomach and then the baby will, be, your baby will start kicking. That is the working of miracles. It's like that. There are people that they can pray for you and mobile, you receive alert instantly in your mobile monies. It's not for fetish priests though. It's a, it's, a, it's a kingdom reality. That is why I termed it Christian reality. There are people they can say, Write your mobile money number there. I pray for you. Receive mobile money. Receive strange money. And the money should be flowing like that. It's, a, it's called working of miracles. Child of God. This one. God died so that you have it all. He did not say it is pastors who should have it all. From, the, from what you are learning. You see that it is common believers that exercise it. The difference between the pastor and yourself is that they have, they have been caught in that office. And then they are doing the work of the ministry for them. It is their responsibility, it is their work, it is their duty. By you as a nurse, in that capacity as a nurse in the in the nursing, in the nurse, in the in the in the in the hospital, as the person is lying down, you can lay hands on the person. Hey, then the person will receive healing. Imagine nurse, all nurses here have the gift of healing. And that is the kind of some of us when you build church 
all the nurses that will come there, you, you must demonstrate in their, in their ministry that you have the gift of healing. Else you are not coming to our church. You are not coming to, sorry, you are not coming to our hospital. No, 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 you will not take you. Hallelujah. All the doctors that will be at the hospital, they must have the gift of healing. You, you will not come there. So it's not just going to be healing and they will go and one day I went to an, an, a nurse. I, I went to the hospital. Me too, I don't normally go to the hospital. I went to the hospital. They said this nurse is going to give me injection. Hey, fresh girl. I said, no, 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 no. They said, give me an old person. They said, hey, why? I said, ah, no, 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 no. Fresh girl, I said, no, 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 no. They said, give me an old person. Then all of them started laughing. I said, no, 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 I will not allow this young girl, small girl, a French girl like this, coming to give me, coming to say, ah. He said, oh, uh, he said, oh, papa, don't worry. Some, some of us, you have seen bottles. Ah. <laughs> Yours is not any, any bottles. So let me do it like that for you. Then I mastered courage. <laughs> then, this person did the injection. Uh, before that, you see, they, when they are done with it, they take this cotton, they put it there. And then it will be like they are, they are moving it. Ah. No, no, she has placed it there. She's moving it. Ah. She has forgotten that she has put something there. She's moving it. And she's talking to other person. Ah. And the thing has taken like 30 seconds, 50 seconds. I said, ah. What at all is this person cleaning? <laughs> One minute. This person is not that. I said, oh, madam. Landing. <laughs> Is it a control? I think that that was that was intentional. I'm telling you, we are not screaming. I say, ah, man, I'm not going to say that. I didn't know because I'm saying I'm passing over what I did. What were we after the end? We don't stand in front of them. We don't stand in front of them. My my very uncomfortable. But imagine that all, like all, most of the, most of our Christian nurses, they had the gift of healing. Hey! Imagine, you go to a hospital, you see charisma there. And then, they, they, everybody there knows that this person is having the gift of healing. And as she's attending to you, she has laid hands upon you and she has prayed for you. You will not even, you will not even have the fear that you die. You don't even have the fear that you will die. So, that is it. The working of miracles is a strange thing. And it's not strange. It's not strange at all. The pastor, hallelujah, to care for the growth of believers. There are people that care for the growth of, the, the growth of believers. A pastor cares for the spiritual needs of a group. They will come to you. Have you, do, have you done your cry time? Eh, they will nurture you. I've sent you a book. Go and read, okay? That's how pastors are. I've sent you a book. Go and read. Have you done your quiet time? Are you growing? Okay? Tell me this and this. Tell me that and that. That's how pastors are. Ephesians 4 verse 11. They are gifts. They are gifts. Uh-huh. They'll say, okay, have you done this? You see, that the pastor can follow... A, a member 
You see? Pastors, they have abotre. They are the people that can win a wee smoker to church. <laughs> Pastors, they can make a wee smoker. You see, wee smoker, they say, oh, today I'll go, today I'll go. They are abotre. They have, they have it. So you see, don't become the, the church member or don't become the believer that you will be rating men of God. If you do that, you have not been fair to them. Someone who is a prophet, when you begin to compare the prophets, uh, the prophets, the way the prophet connects with the way the pastor connects, you have not been fair to both of them. You cannot compare the stomach to the ear or the mouth. The mouth. Hallelujah. So I will take your question. I will take it. I will answer it. So that's the pastor. We, we go to the prophet. So the prophet will also, they, they say it and it comes to pass. They, they also correct. The prophet corrects. They say it and then they, it comes to pass. They, they have the capacity to deliver publicly truths. A prophet can... You see, what we, we, we confuse is the, the office of the prophet. But you see, we, I'm talking about the prophet. The prophet can say dangerous things. They deliver publicly truth, hard truth. They can tell you very hard truth. Is someone here with me? Are you here with me? ECG just took my light to. Alright, so that is the, 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 the prophet for you. They can say her truth. They, they, can, they can edify you to, they will exalt. They will console believers and then they will encourage. So anytime a prophecy comes, it comes to edify, it comes to comfort, and it comes to also console the believer. Is someone here with me? Then we have leadership there are people that they are into leadership that is their gift they have leadership gift leadership ability they can set vision someone like dr mensa otabel has the gift of leadership you can see that this person is a man with vision there are people that they carry vision vision they carry vision. They can give you vision that you'll be shocked. Is someone here with me at all? So, there are people that they can design God's vision for a group and to exercise influence as to lead the group towards the fulfillment of that vision. So, they can set a vision and then they can lead the whole group into 
the light is back now. They can lead the whole group into fulfilling that group. Are you catching the vision? Hallelujah. Then we have the teacher. The teaching gift. The teacher, they can understand and then they can communicate the truth of God in a clearer and a relevant way. The gift of teaching enables the member of the, of the Christian community to learn effectively. Hallelujah. So they can teach you. Then you have tongue speaking. Tongue speaking is, everybody knows, the capacity to spontaneously give a word from God in an unknown word to a group of people. Uh -huh. Then you have the wisdom to discern God's way forward for complex situations. So, God's way forward, that is the word of wisdom, for complex situations, the word of wisdom can also, will also decipher that. The capacity to know the mind of the spirit in a given situation and to communicate clearly the fact, the truth, or the application of the truth to meet the needs of a situation. Hallelujah. I am running. Uh, let me be. Let me use one minute to end this. Hallelujah. So that I can take more questions. The errors. The errors. Let me deal with the errors. The errors concerning spiritual gifts. The first error concerning spiritual gifts is that the faithful use of my spiritual gifts as excuses me from obeying God's general command. Hallelujah. There are people that they say, okay, because I exercise my spiritual gift, because I exercise my spiritual gift, I'm exempted. It's an excuse, it's an excuse for me to not obey God's command. That is an error. The second error is that I can use my spiritual gift as a way to avoid dealing with deeper character issues. Hallelujah. You see, the fact that you have a spiritual gift does not mean that your character is perfect. That is why I told you that you can be gifted and you can still have character flaws. Work on it. Hmm? So, if you, if you are thinking, I can use my spiritual gift as a way to avoid dealing with dealing with deeper character issues that is a lie that is a lie hallelujah it's an error number three it is more important that i use my gift than i exercise discretion the fact that you are anointed or you are gifted in a way does not mean you should not exercise discretion if you do that, you're not a wise person. Number four, the fourth error is that some people, some spiritual gifts are better than others. If you do that, you, you should put you right now in, in, inside prison and we must beat you. Hallelujah. No spiritual gift is better than the other. You are not God. You see, in the sight of God, it's not about, it is not about which spiritual gift is more important to. In the sight of God, it's about who used his gift the most. In the sight of God, it's about who used his gift the most. So even if you are giving, uh, you are giving just a cup as your spiritual 
your spiritual deposit of the spiritual gift and you are able to use the cup and someone was giving thanks hundred thanks and yet the person used only one of the thanks and the person was doing a guy oh me dear i have bigger bigger thanks i have bigger bigger thanks i have bigger bigger thanks i have bigger bigger you go to heaven you'll be disappointed that the one that was using only cup is having bigger giftings and bigger rewards than yourself amen and amen now let me take questions the lord bless you are you blessed okay let me take questions now let your questions come and let's trust the grace of god to answer them come on i am purely blessed wow purely blessed wow amen so everyone number one should know that you have a gift someone says the gift of tongues yes the gift of tongues is a gift but this gift is for every believer it's for every believer tongue speaking tongue speaking is a gift but there are people that they can they can they have the capacity to spontaneously give a word to a group using tongues also there are people that perhaps in church services they will begin to shake and then they will speak some tongues then another person will also interpret aha the person is giving a word through tongue speaking and another person will interpret someone said can you get a gift without without being filled with the holy spirit can you come down for me what do you mean if i try to answer it perhaps i may not satisfy you the way you like come down for me how what do you mean someone says some pastors are too known i don't understand then the person is not the pastor the person is just using the title pastor hallelujah if we live in an age where a lot of people use titles that they are not for them hallelujah we get it we live in an age whereby a prophet can say i'm a prophet but the person is not a prophet uh, because for a pastor pastors pastors they have patience i'm not saying every pastor should be the most decent person no is someone here with me i think the comments have ceased oh this network abobloshi network the network is disturbing hallelujah uh-huh i'm not saying that your pastor should be 100 percent correct nah but i'm trying to say that a pastor is typically known for their patience and specifically um, pastors they are very they are very reserved they are very calm they are very patient all right then please if you if you type your question copy it and cut it or paste so that you can paste it so i cannot be going up 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 and up uh-huh let me take this one someone says that uncle ben a serious says that uncle ben can i get be lost once you lose touch with god the bible says that the gift of god is irrevocable now listen to me this is a very serious very serious answer 
The gift of God is irrevocable. The gift of God is irrevocable. What does it mean? It means that when God gives you a gift, he does, God is not those MPs that when they give you bicycle, they and they did not read. They they say, give me my bicycle. <laughs> or I would make something bad happen to you. Is someone here with me? I think the network. Uh-huh. When God gives you a gift, God will not take the gift. Even if you disconnect from God, the gift will be there. The gift may become dormant. The gift may become inefficient. The gift may not be utilized the way it should be utilized. When you read Romans chapter 11 verse 29, the Bible says that remember the gift and the callings of God, they are irrevocable. So you think that when God gives you a gift, when you lose touch from God, the gift will, be, the gift will still be in operation. It may help people and benefit people, but you yourself, you have disconnected from God and that you, you can go to hell with your gift. That is the most serious thing. The Bible says that when Jesus, when, uh, when Jesus appeared, there's going to be people that will go to Jesus. They'll say that, did we not prophesy in your name? You see, you can lie in front of everybody, but you dare not lie in front of Jesus during judgment day. It means that when I come and I stand in front of Jesus, eh, and then I knew that I am not of Jesus, I'm not even open my mouth to say, I prophesied in your name. So there, are, there will be people that they will say they prophesied in their name. And then they will be think, they, will, they, will, they will be having thoughts that it is their gift. That the, the fact that their gifts were in operation, they were right with, with Jesus. But no. That is where you can prophesy in the name of Jesus. And people will be blessed by yourself. You will be disconnected from God. But it does not mean that you will not be blessed as you as someone receiving from the gift. So somebody's gift can be a blessing to you yet he the person giving it is not blessed and is not going to receive any honor and glory from it that is the danger of death you see it would have been best if the gift were irrevocable so that when one day you wake up and you are not able to prophesy again you say oh okay 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 then i've disconnected from god let me go and connect again but no you can still continue and they'll call you names papa angel hey Highly esteemed this and this, the elite prophet, this and this, the holy days, Papa Yo, Papa that, Papa Yo, Papa that, and you go to hell. Mm. To see you also. May God have mercy on every person, every believer here. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope I've answered your question. Someone said, Asin, you have not received the Holy Spirit, but you can. But, Okay, 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 okay. Like, you, have, you are not speaking in... You see, the issue is that the fact that you are not speaking in tongues does not mean you have not received the Holy Spirit. Aha, yes. That's what she's trying to say. The fact that you are not speaking in tongues does not mean you have not received the Holy Spirit. There were people that healed the sick, raised the dead, that never spoke in tongues. There are people that are coming from a denomination that they don't believe in tongue speaking. But 
they are still healing the, the sick and raising the dead. Hallelujah. So, speaking in tongues is just the evidence to show that we have received the Holy Spirit. It's one of the evidence. In fact, it's the most connected evidence. So, that does not mean you have not received the Holy Spirit. But the issue is that it is the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, if you have not given your life to, to Jesus Christ, then you are not part. You are not a believer. But once you have given your life to Jesus Christ, you receive the Lord as your, your, your personal Savior. The Holy Spirit is with you. And then you can receive a gift from there. There are people, there are, there are, there are people that by the entrance, when they were done saying, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior, that was the time they received their gift. So you don't need to speak in tongues before you can heal the sick. Hallelujah. I hope I've answered your question. Mm, you don't need to speak in tongues before you can heal the sick. You can heal the sick and raise the dead without speaking in tongues. But please, try and desire to speak in tongues. Hey, you'll be blessed though. Tongues is sweet. Kadidi kadoshata. Zazakata. See, there's a way you can use tongues to scare people. Let's say you go to a place whereby they are gossiping about you, you are standing there, then it's like you, are, you go up, you go down, you go, you, you shake your head like let the fire of God keep up. People there tell it, tell it, what is happening. Alright, please, I'm waiting for some of the questions. Does designing grow with age? And how different is it from discernment of spirit? Does discernment grow with age? Discerning of discerning spirit is to 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 decipher whether the spirit is of God or not. And there are people that are discerning to the extent that they can have they have their senses sharper that they can discern to know that. I've entered this place. They can discern to know that this is the time. This is the moment. We are in this period. We are in this time. We are in this. They can even discern and know that there is the presence of angels around. There is the presence of a demon around. So that is it. There is a discerning of spirit. That is to, to know whether this person ministering is the source is from God or is from the person's human spirit or from the devil. That is discerning spirit. To know the source of power of someone who is ministering and discernment is like it's, it's just a noun it's just a noun to have to be discern discerning means to go down to the to the roots of issues and that is what i can say about that please do you have to pray for a gift or god pray for a gift the bible says that eagerly desire spiritual gift how do we desire something we desire by praying. We desire by hearing. We desire by reading about it. We desire by... We, we desire. Desire them. Desire... Because what well, you see... In praying, you have given yourself... You have become like a funnel. The more you pray, you become like a funnel. You, you receive. Because prayer is receiving. So if you pray, you receive them. 
The Bible says we should desire to pray. Don't say, me, I don't want to pray. I don't want to pray that God should make my, God should make, God should pour a gift on my life so that I will, I will heal people. Hey, the healing, are you going to heal only your, 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 your house people? Most of the times, you receive the gift of healing. God will not, God will not make that, that, that gift usable to any close relative of yours. There are times you can receive the gift of healing eh? and God will make it not like all the people around you, eh, the relatives around you, their gift will not be usable to them. They will not benefit from it. God is trying to tell you, you you did not call yourself, I called you. Mm. So when you receive the gift, it's to benefit others. So you must also open up yourself. Someone says, Uncle Ben, anytime you pray, and in the course of praying, you prophesy on several occasions. Does it mean that you have the gift of prophecy, please? Uncle Ben, anytime you pray, and in the course of praying, you prophesy on several occasions. So as in you, you prophesy like, I want to know the prophesy. So like, you begin to say things that, uh, yes, it's the truth. Yes, yes, let me, let me, let me be real with you. It's the truth. The issue is that once you are praying, you are more connected to the spirit. And then because you are more connected to the spirit, you can be able to speak things and the thing will come into pass. So the, the, when the thing comes to pass, it means that it is true. And the more the thing comes into pass, you know that the more it is with you. So the more you continue to say it and it comes to pass, the more you get to understand that, oh, okay, then this is my gift. And that means you are prophesying, you have prophesied. Okay, somebody said, Uncle is having trances a gift. The Bible, didn't, the Bible never talks up. You see, the giftings and then the supernatural abilities of Christians, they are plenty. But the Bible categorically did not talk about some of them. Example is trance. The Bible talks about trance whereby um, I think Peter was the one that was hungry. <laughs> the power of food. <laughs> he was hungry and then they were preparing food. So he was waiting for the food to get, to get prepared and he fell into trance. Uh-huh. He fell into trance. Trance is the way God communicates to you. So it's a special is a special, I, I cannot say it's a gift, but what I can say is that it's a special realm that once in a while you go to. The reason why I can't say it's a gift is that the gift is with you. You don't choose us to when you have trance. Do you get it? For gift, you do, you, it comes as and when it's with you. Do you get it? If you are a giver, it, when you want to give, you go and give. If you want to help, you help. If you want to lead, you lead. If you want to administer, you administer. If you want to preach, you preach. If you want to work miracles, you work miracles. If you want to, if you want to have trance, how do we have it? So I cannot categorically say that trance is a gift. No, it's a special place that God allows his people to, to have. Okay. I remember when God was trying to do some things to um, I think Peter, yeah, Peter, when he saw the the animals and all those things there, 
the feet of these animals and all those things. That's it. So it's not a gift. It's not a gift. It's a special realm that God can make you enter. Someone said, Uncle Ben, I have, I heard that when you have a burning sensation in your hands, it represents the gift of healing. Is it true or false? It is not always true. Some of them are about to die. <laughs> you need medical checkup. Let me tell you my story. I went to church. You see, in church there are people when we are young, when we are, when we are, when we are, when we are young. Like there are people that um, they lead prayers. Like it's not like they lead prayers. When people people are leading prayer, they will hold the mic and they will lead the prayer. Like prayer tower, do you get it? And then there are people who sing. When they lift the song, those who are leading in the prayer, they will go and give it to those who sing. Uh-huh. So I was part of those who pray, and I was holding the microphone. And ah, so we are leading the prayer. Something will enter us. Mm. Ah, today the gift of the, the the anointing of God has been has been real. I feel it in my body. Oh. As we are praying now, the thing will shock me again. Oh, it will enter me. Oof. This, this, this realm there, it is, it is a rare realm. Then I will hold the microphone. Then when it shocked me the third time, I saw that Ali, if I don't throw this microphone away, I will die. So, in front of the whole congregation, I I I I threw it bomb. <laughs> then when I threw it down, everybody's attention came on me. And I thought, mommy says, Oh Ben, some microphone no. Baby at it and you know same for. So you see, it is not every burning sensation in your hands that it means that you are coming to be a healer. Some of them you need a medical checkup because people have healed people and raised people that they never had a burning sensation. In their hands. Come the anointing, anointing. Jeff, come three say. Come the anointing, come three say. Because I didn't shock him. He ran in one So it's not all of them that is, is that, like, very sensation. I'm not saying that there are times that you can feel the the presence of God that it begins to manifest even on your physical bodies. I have seen that in my life. There are times that I can be so much in tune with the spirit that it starts to manifest on my body. It manifests on my body so much that uh, when I am ministering and you get closer to me and you are not careful, you may, you may, you may be slain. There are times that it, it even changes my color. The color of my body. That my color begins to change. Like my physical color changes. My, my whole facial, physical color, color changes. 
it's it's like that but i'm done ministering then it goes back i'm not saying that we we are not connected there's no bridge between the spirit and then the physical there's a bridge there can come a time in your life whereby you can you can experience those things but when it's repeat every day you the everyday burning sensation in your hands everyday burning go and see medical maybe you you have a trait of something that they should work on that hand for you okay by a vampire said it is no stroke in jesus name amen 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 microphone amen 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 oil oil amen yes amen 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 ไม่เอ็นมีเอเนจีน่าขอสรุปจริงๆอย่างเดียวอีกกับปากกระต่ายอีกคนก็คนนึงบีคอร์เซเลมีหูบีตาหนูสิอะไรจะนี่ไปเ
go to the leaders, talk to the leaders. If you go to the leaders and you feel like in the church they have structures and then they will not allow you to exercise it the way you want to, the way it's, it's supposed to be exercised, intelligently find a place that you can exercise. In this modern Ghana and in this modern world, Claudia, we have a lot of ways to exercise it. You can be in your church every day. But like there are people that every Sunday they go to their church. But today you are listening to me right now. Hallelujah. And then there are people that let's say let's let me pick some somebody like Mike Shaker. Mike Shaker goes to his church every Sunday, but he's using his gift every day too here. So find a place that you can you can use your gift. Benjamin goes to his church every Sunday, but he's always using his gift. So find a place, find a platform. Find a platform too that you can also what use your gifts. Do you get it? So so that you use that, you see that there are times that you should have a ceremonial church. This church is me that I don't want to say things, but there are, there, is, there are ceremonial churches, like traditional churches that you don't want to create problems for yourself and for your because your father, your father went, your father's father, your father's father, father went because of because of that you don't want to offend people. So like uh, you 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 go Sunday like that, you just go, but you know that uh, you you know that there is the real church, you know, is some is some place. Do you get it? Yes. Church is not auditorium. We are having church right now. If you, if you don't understand. And let me say this. You can outgrow your church. And that's the problem. If you outgrow your church, if you are, if you are not wise enough, you may create problem and you may raise curse for yourself. If you outgrow your church, Aha, uh-huh. my checker says my mother is always fighting me. You can outgrow your church. There are times those of us that are coming from, let's say, these old traditional churches that are in some places, some small places, and all that. There are times that you see that the church is not really growing. It's like the message. Then you look at yourself that you the sin that besets you is not concern. Like you are a guy that you, you you need money for some things you don't even know you don't even what is concerned that you don't even have time. You see those things like they go to like when they are preaching their messages. Then you look at yourself that you the sin that easily beset you is not obikuno. Like the way where your mind day and what you want to accomplish, not obikuno Do you get it? So the message is not for you. Like you when it's preaching time and you pick pen and paper, you don't write anything. The only thing is you write one long sentence and that one long sentence is the heading of your is the title of the message today you are going to learn why uh, you are going to learn david killed goliath in this and this and this and that that is the topic you could feel like ah somebody said was part of the elders 1974 this this is that thing Oh, do you have people who are experiencing that in your churches? Like when you go to church, you feel like the message does not really, it doesn't really come for you. It's like it comes for some some group of people. And then if you have outgrown your church, intelligently have a place, have have a way of like living. Don't 
there are people that they begin to gang people against the church. Hey, if, if it's you that is not blessing you, it's blessing people, bow. It's blessing people. It's blessing people. And it has blessed people. So the church has been 100, year, 100 years old, 100 years old, 150, 160 years, and it has blessed and raised people. So if you have outgrown it, join a place whereby you can also grow with them. Or you can connect to these media churches that can also help you grow. In this age and in this time, you can read books. And you see, there are people that, let's say, if you are able to go to the secondary school, the, the tertiary, you can buy books and read. You go through your phone and then you can read all the messages of this of these big, big, big preachers. You 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 watch Bishop T.D. Jakes. Then you go and you go and read books of C.S. Lewis. Then you read books of Ravi Zacharias. Then you are you are reading Overlasting. Then you are reading uh, you are reading the Benny Hins. You are reading all these things. You watch you watch a uh, Michael Todd, uh, Elevation Church, Michael Chandler. You you even your music is somewhere somewhere. See you are loaded. The moment you go to church, then your pastor comes. Some old pastor be. And <laughs> You you cannot even cut the head off. Uh, you can't. So you could feel like the message is not for you. In that way, be very intelligent. Don't create problems for the church. Have a way you can you can move to a, a place that is going to feed you. Alright? Okay. You said our gift must benefit everybody. But I've observed some pastors pray for some people to be healed or delivered. But that gift they but that gift they haven't they have doesn't work on they themselves or their families. Example, you pray for barren women to give birth. But their wives can't give birth. What about that? The issue is that I said that their giftings must benefit their church. It is God that decides who the gifts should benefit from. <laughs> the uh, uh, Apostle Paul was healing the sick. He will go to the island of Malta. He will heal every sick person there. Then he will write to Timothy that because of your stomach problems, take little alcohol. Hallelujah. <laughs> Apostle, Apostle, Apostle Paul's own spiritual son he was not healed through Apostle Paul's ministry. When you read, when you even read uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, the, the last chapters of 2 Timothy, you will see that Apostle Paul, if when Apostle Paul was addressed, he said he has left, he has left somebody, his name is called Trophimus. He said that, and I left Trophimus ill in Melitus. Apostle Paul, in his ministry, in his ministerial work, he left. Paul himself was even sick. Yes. He said, and I had a thorn in, in my flesh. And I told God to take the thorn out of me. The thorn did not go. Apostle Paul said, I left somebody. The name is called Trophimus in Melitus. 
when you read second timothy chapter 4 verse verse 21 so it is god that decides who should be healed so a man of god can a man of god and the wife can be struggling to have kids but can pray for you to have twins hmm. A man of God can be sick and can I remember there was a t- there was a time in my life I, I was going to pray. I was very sick. The moment I, I, I stood on bank road, I think it's either Michael or Daniel. One of them came that they were sick or something like that. And then I should pray. I said, ah, yeah, I'm very sick. I'm here. I'm very, very sick. And I've come and stand on bank road. You are not coming to say, me, my body's shaking. The moment I prayed for is Daniel, huh? Daniel, Daniel Kofi. Daniel Kofi. When Daniel Kofi came, ah. The, moment, the next moment I said, he's healed. Yet, my sickness did not go that day. It stayed with me for the whole week. But the person came to receive healing. The very moment. And I left. I have been sick praying for people to receive healing before. I have been down praying for people to be elevated before. I needed things about my life. God did not show me. But anytime I close my eyes and I open my my. Yes, I was pouring water on my head that day when I was going to minister. My head was aching. I said, let them give me water. I will pour the water on my head and my head will still be aching. Pour the water on my head and my head will still be aching. Then they said he was healed. The moment I laid hands, the sickness vanished. The sickness stayed with me throughout the whole week. It did not go. I have been sick whereby I have, I have prayed for people to receive healing before. I will be in my room, lock myself up in my room where I need answers to some things in my life. But the moment I close my eyes to pray, it is people's things I am seeing. Someone will call me and I'll say, who is this person? Who is this person? Who is this person? But me, myself, I need answer to something in my life. And I'm not having it. <laughs> that is why, you see, even your prophet needs a prophet. <laughs> uh, and you see, after I've studied this thing that when something is very close to you, and you need answers to it, you can set into an emotional zone. The moment you set into an emotional zone, you don't get an, you don't get answer from your own self. That is why there are some people, let's say, your mother can die. When your mother dies, because you become emotional, you'll be praying out of emotions, but not out of the spirit. You think it's the spirit, but it's out of emotion. And you don't receive answers. That's what there are some people, people who are close to you, you cannot heal them. But people who are distant, you pray for them and then they are healed. It's not because you are fake. No, you are very, very correct. You are very okay. Okay. Somebody say that. Please, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31, your version says that set your heart on the more important gift. Which is which one is more important gift? Because I learned. Okay, let's read. First Corinthians. So you see, it is not about, it's not about uh, say, when a man of God, eh, if a man of God has been able to prophesy people that people would di- people would die, and then eh, and why is it that when the man of God was go- going to die, he did not see? Hey, it doesn't work like that, too. The Bible says we see in part, we prophesy in part.
Please, First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. My verse is now eagerly desire spiritual gift. I don't know. Paste yours for me again, okay? 12, verse 31. I don't know if I'm. Now, eagerly desire spiritual gift. Okay, someone says that. Please, can we classify anyone who has the gift of prophecy as a prophet? No. Everybody can prophesy, but not everyone is a prophet. Okay, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. Ah, okay. Okay, I now get it. I'll come back to yours. Okay, everyone can prophesy, but not everyone is a prophet. To be in the office of the prophet is a different, you know. The one that operates in the office of the prophet, the Old Testament calls the person a seer. The person must have the gifts of prophecy. The person must have the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of faith. All these giftings must be workable in the person. It is a special office. When they wake up and then they, they wake up from bed and you tell them what is happening in this, 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 they can be able to tell you. So for prophecy, there is one of the easiest gifts. To say it and it will come to pass. If you have faith and you say it and it will, it, will, it will come to pass. You have prophesied. So it's not everyone who is who is prophesying, who is a prophet. Hallelujah. Okay. The Bible says, but convert earnestly the gifts, the best gifts. And yet, I will show you the more excellent way. Okay. So... Okay, my verse says, now eagerly desire greater gift, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. So you see, here we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are tossed between spiritual gifts and then the the eleven, the thirteen will start begin to begin to talk about even love and all that. So here he's, he's not necessarily comparing giftings that. This gift is higher than this person. But he was trying to tell you how you would... Some, some, some ways are excellent even in regard to attaining these gifts. Someone said, I had a classmate like that who, who we used to call her witch. Oh. Uh, I call somebody's daughter a witch. Or someone's son a witch. Or see a tumpa. So you see, for the gift, for the gift, it is not for you to say this gift is more efficient. This gift is more useful than this. So here, Paul was trying to teach something. He would, he would continue with the verse 13 and he would start to talk about love. Start to talk about love. And you start to talk about if I do this and I don't love, if I do this and I don't do this, if I do this and I don't do this. He was trying to tell us the more excellent way is to blend the gift of the spirit with its character, the fruits. So he was trying to tell us we should we should have the fruits, the fruits of the spirit. Else, you see, you'll be so annoying. 
that people will not even like to hear you no, more, no matter how gifted you are. Please, is that okay? Any more questions? Mommy, I have half an hour back. Okay. I think the questions are, are I'm done with the questions now. We, I'm going to send the PDF so that you can have access to it. I know some people will never visit it. That the PDFs you have five, the PDFs you have five. We add this. You are not good. Some people will not read, but at least I will send it. Please, can you receive a gift from the Holy Spirit in your spirit, and it wouldn't manifest physically yet? Yes. It means that it, it does not mean you did not receive it all. You received it, but number one, Paul wrote to Timothy, he says that, fan into flames the gift of God, which is in you. It means that there are people that they have the gift of God, it is dormant. It is dormant. And there are people that they have the gift of God, they don't even know that they have it. They have it. That is why you must always pray. Because you see, prayer will always, it would, a bet, a bet, so there are people that they are working they are working they are working prophecies they are pro they have prophecies in them uh-huh. there are people that as they walk they can heal but they don't know they have received it, but it has not manifested yet. That is the sad thing, you know. And everybody here is having is having a gift that is dormant to you, that you are yet to discover. Everybody, no matter how gifted you are, even me here, there is yet a gift that I am yet to discover that I have it. Someone says, Can someone be an apostle and a prophet at the same time? No. And then it does not mean that an apostle cannot do the work that at times the, the prophet will be able to do. Or the prophet, because, uh, because you're a prophet, it means that for a prophet you cannot go for evangelism. But it's not hygienic to use prophet and then apostle as a title at the same time. There are people that are called apostle prophet. There's a man of God that I know. He's called apostle. But he's a prophet. Ah. Why is it that a prophet can tell you that this person... You are a prophet, and someone will say you have an apostolic grace. And one, both of them can be correct. But it depends on the person who is receiving the prophecy. Both of them can be correct. But it depends on the person who is receiving the prophecy. That is the first thing I'll say. And then number two, both of them can be wrong. And number three, one of them can be right. Can I explain? Right today, if the Lord opened my eye, and when the Lord opened my eye, 
I see that you are demonstrating in the prophetic. And I said that, oh, I see a huge prophetic anointing on your head. To be prophetic does not mean that you are called into the office of the prophet. To be prophetic means that number one, you understand seasons. You understand time. To be prophetic means that you, when a prophecy, when uh, you understand what you can do at any point in time, you have insight to things. So somebody can be a bank manager, but the person is prophetic because in that sphere, the person understands the seasons and everything. He has in, the person have insight to everything around that thing. So when the person says, I see an, a strong prophetic grace, it does not mean that you are a prophet called into the office of the prophet. So when the next day someone says, I see a strong apostolic grace, the person is just trying to tell you, you see a grace of order in your life. A grace of order in your life. A grace of venturing into new things. A grace of systems in your life. Both of them can be right. Is there? And both of them can be wrong. Perhaps they said it out of their their own their own self. And one of them can be wrong. One of them can be right. So it depends on who you are. That is why you see. Know who you are receiving a prophetic word from. Have you caught, have you caught the revelation now? Yes, I see people commenting, wow, wow, wow. You have the revelation now? Yes. Yeah, so if you have that, do not be confused. So the mere fact that someone says, I see, I send a strong prophetic grace, that's not mean tomorrow, tomorrow go and add prophet to your name. Say, oh, I am prophet Ezekiel Columbus. Madua. Zeze, zeze. So you see, people, you have had wrong interpretations. You see, there are some of you, you want your ears, it's not in the sweet to that. You now you want that the person should say something pro, 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 pro. So when the person said, I see a pro, even it may be prosperity anointing. You heard pro, ah, man, can. At the end of last week in Pilot, the boy, about them. Yeah, yeah, because some. But what you are saying, them. We are concerned, we are concerned. Who pay the one if you are the one house fly in your man, Kwanam? Who says, when you fratter. I feel so sensitive to come trust, trust, trust. No idea for fifty years. Hallelujah. So you see, don't, don't, don't. You see, it is mem, it is members that make men of God do all these things. Know who you are. All right. Know who you are. Me, I know a prophet. Eh? That called me a, an apostle today he's calling me a prophet i don't even know what i should do concerning that he called me an apostle today and it's not someone that's not like the person is a prophet oh i know so i'm like i'm doing like hey then god help me oh man can be in error help me lord man can be in error no matter how accurate the person is share 
Mm. You need God's help. You see, never, never rate a man of God so high that you you block God from even talk, talking to you. Hey. You block say, I say, what the hobby. No. Don't do that. God above all. God above all. But the issue is that when you say it like this, too, people begin to discredit men of God. You are joking. There are people that they are God's mouthpiece. There are people that, except they talk, you you not hear anything from God that your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that they they have the they have the they they have the map of God. Hallelujah. So it does not mean I'm saying that Uncle Ben Crab said that God above all. Who are you? You meet the woman of God. Say God said, Oh, forget. God said what? So please, God above all, but give respect to graces. All men are not the same. All men, all men are not the same. The fact that one man of God lied to you does not mean there is not there is no real man of God. You can meet somebody, he will tell you things, you'll be shocked. Yes, someone said, why is that prophecy is a good sign for believers? And then uh, unbelievers and tongues, yes, because the tongue speaking, they don't profit. That is why Paul says that I would rather that each one prophesy. You see, when you prophesy, you are able to bring the agenda of God into being. So when someone is there and then you are prophesying and then you talk about the wrongs of the person, the person, it becomes a sign to the person that hey, even the thing that I'm doing, God has seen it. And then the person will stop. But when you say, Reko, Kadi, Poro, Kadi, that is why you see, there are people that don't even know how to lead prayers. When you are asked to go and lead a prayer, Beating and it's a convention or a, a, an outdoor program. Don't go and speak in tongues there. When you're having an outdoor program and then they say go and be prayer director, you hold the mic now. <laughs> <laughs> Tongues there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tongues there. Oh. Hey. 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 Right, uh-huh. but the issue is that when you meet an unbeliever, the unbeliever, the Kadiba Nakata, it profits, the, it does not profit the unbeliever. On it's not for the unbeliever. But when I am a Christian and you are a Christian and you are praying in tongues, I know that you are, you are communicating heavily to your father. I understand, 
Do you get it? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Prophecy, prophet, the unbeliever. Shannon, come. Kasanyamia, Biemeni, Obiemeni, when I find Sylvia. Sylvia is my this and this and that. So, okay. God says that what you are doing with Sylvia, stop it. Says, yes. I know what this was. But how did you see it? You say, my God sees. You want to know my God? Say, yes. Okay, lift up your hands. Okay. Lift up your hands. This and this and this and that. That's it. Okay, somebody ask the question. Please. Okay, okay. Is an apostle one sent with a distinct mandate or a message or one sent to an area like a missionary? Missionary work can be done by everybody, but specifically, missionaries have been taken by the evangelistic ministry, whereby most evangelists go on a mission or, or, or missionary journey. Yes, but the issue is that an apostle can go for a missionary journey, a prophet can be there. Uh, we saw, we saw the, the likes of um, Barnabas and all those people going on a missionary journey because of the state of the church in those days. So we, do, we may not have a map that this person is the one who is mandated to go on a missionary journey. But the issue is that God can call people no matter their, their, their office. You see, and one of those things whereby you see how people describe you can become your prison. That, that I read something eh, from one, one day I was watching Evangelist, it's not that your calendar, Rehard Bonke. And it says that he, he specifically does not want to call himself like I am this I am that it limits people it limits people it limits people okay I'm coming it limits people do you get it so therefore if i wake up today and i wake up today and then god says that i should go and do this i'll go and do it if i wake up tomorrow and god says i should i should do this i'll go and do it if i wake up the next day and god says i should go and do it i'll go and do it do you get it so there are people that they have classified themselves i am this and because maybe they know some two three things four different things that um, uh, let's say a prophet does, they don't want to do any other thing, and perhaps you can do it, but because you you've made up like your mind in that sense, you are not benefiting even from that. Hallelujah. Busy wear time cross, let me prophesy. Aha. Uh-huh. There are people like that though. 
There are people like that. Also, where time cross, let me prophesy. Where time cross, who? And then, the same come. That is why you see, there are a lot of people who have turned to prophets. Not because they are, they are prophets, or because they, they don't have message. And they are not willing to go and learn. And because they are not willing to go and learn, every time, oh, can I prophesy? And then he does not have message. And then he does not have message. Oh, can I prophesy? Can I prophesy? Then I share on command. And because the people to their ears are itchy. Their ears are itchy. They will say, oh, this shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, at the end of the day, we are saying, Amima. Hallelujah. Amen. Mr. Shenina. Hallelujah. Amen. Especially. Okay, some prophets do prophesy sharply and faster than others. Do we say that? Such prophets have, have prepared themselves well in the place of prayer. Or what should we say? Hmm. Number one, we cannot say that some prophets, you see, there are times that God naturally gives some people, like God just gives some people a very sharp gift. And then they have, their giftings are very sharp. And then there are other people that their giftings may not be that sharp. It does not mean that uh, the, see, most of the people who are very sharp, they are the people that don't even pray. <laughs> like, they don't even give time to prayer when they are going to prophesy. I'm telling you, most of the people who are very, very sharp. I, oh, I read, a, I read a, a, a book about a man of God, an African prophet that... Uh, that was invited to come for a, a crusade. I think we had Bunky. Yeah, we had Bunky's book. And then he invited this African prophet. When he invited this African prophet for like three days, the first day he went, and when the, the prophet came, he said he himself he was fasting. The prophet said, "Where is my food?" He said, "Hey, hey crusade! They are coming to ask for food." He said the man took food, chop. He said he went there to go and pick him. This African prophet will be in shorts, walking there, laughing, laughing. He said, ah. He said in his head, ah, what is this? These African people, they're not serious. <laughs> you have a whole crusade. And then you are eating. Plenty like that. He said the moment he 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 said, Okay, well, I don't have any option. I've come, I've I've placed you on program, so don't worry. The moment he entered the auditorium, sick people were there and then people were in the crotches and all of that you lay her rise up then they rise up walk then they walk this death and damp lay hands say hey then he, he said he went down on his knees started crying to god forgive me for judging your your man of god wrongly it means it is a gift it is with the person it is who god has made the person 
Yesterday I was talking to one of my, my people. He said that in Canada they have a place whereby the church they have coffee. When they are praying for people who are who are sick, they when you go, they will give you co- the, the man of God will drink coffee. And when they drink coffee, they lay hands on other people. They don't even pray for two minutes. Lay hands, go, 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 go. The man of God chopped all the food after that, went to heal sick people, people who were in crutches and things. Do you know what happened the next day? The next day he went to all the radio stations. He broadcasted that crusade. Bring all the people. Bring all the sick. Bring all the blind people. Then he went to do advert. All the people came. The next day, he went there to call this man of God. The man of God says, oh, God says that today I'm not the one to minister. <laughs> he says, what, what foolish things are you telling me? <laughs> says, God says that today I'm not the one to minister. He says, what 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 are you saying? What foolish thing? Are you normal? <laughs> Do not have done publicity. He says God says today you will minister. He says me. Amen. He says me. One of God, are not serious. You this one of God. I knew from the yesterday, the moment you were eating these foods, that you are not correct. You are not correct at all. We will go and bring someone who is correct. And then he says, he, uh, the man of the man took his car, boom, went. He says he went to the he went to the shop. He went to the stadium, to the room, to the place where they're having a service. He went there. He was doing more, more started crying. Said, "Please, I have two. I have two things. Uh, I have two things to tell you. Good news and bad news. Which one do you want to hear first?" He says, "Number one, uh, 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 there was okay." Uh, the bad news is that the man of God that came yesterday did not come today. So some people even started to leave him for ah, why did you come and then he says, But the good news is that Jesus is here. He says, Shall we bow down our heads to pray? And he says, He said, He said, He said, crying, like, Oh God, can you come here? The man said, He said, crying. Somebody shouts from the back, I can see. Another person shouted, I can hear. Another person shouted, I have been, I've been able to work. I've been able to walk. He says, Yay! Then he said that his prayer now increased. Now he has he got stamina with his prayers. Then he said that he started praying. Hard, 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 hard. That is it. That was how someone like Evangelist Rehad Bonke was open into the supernatural. A man of God that heard from God. Said that today I'm not the one to preach, you are the one to preach. There are some people here, you can you run away. If one day I come here and I say that today, Lydia, I am not the one to preach, preach. The way you 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 do log out, you, you off data. After offering your data, you put your airplane mode on. Then you take your, your the battery from the phone, take your chip, dismantle them, put your food inside the freezer. Is the prophet are not normal people? Though. Prophet are not normal people. They can tell you. Is it? It is in our days that we have made it. We have we have we have made it so much in a way that we want to like polish prophets. Pound. But when you check the prophet of old, eh, and in our, they were not normal people. They can tell you things. If today a prophet spit inside the Sam says 
just put it on your on your on your on your eyes. You 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 say things. Me, there are days I am working. I will tell Jeff today I'm not using this road. They will say, hey, I'm driving. I said today I'm not passing here. There are days I can go and buy food. I said no, this food I will not eat. Take, just give it to this person. Like strange things. I'll be walking and then I'll do something strange and they'll be saying, look, come here, what is this? I said, no, 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 we are not using this place. You are not going through this place. You are not going through this route. You are not doing this. You are not sleeping at this time. You wake up at this time. That time I said, today we are not going to sleep in our room. We are sleeping outside. Let's go outside. Then you'll be outside, sleeping out till 11 p.m. I said, now you can go inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> There was a day I told them we are not going to the radio. <laughs> Go and sleep. Within five minutes time, they had gunshots. Boa, 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 boa. Then they say, hey, that's why he said we are not going to radio. <laughs> the moment they slept, and I said today we are not going. We woke up at one a.m. when they were going to go. We are dressed. I said mm, today we are not going. Let us sleep. Then they say, hey. I have not missed radio before I sleep. Five minutes later, then down shot back, 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 back. Obi, <laughs> so this Amanuhun is at your place and invite us on. <laughs> oh God, ministry is is, is sweet though. Oh God, is that see your still though? Is that you see? The moment you don't hear from God, you can die. The moment you don't hear from God, you can die. Oh, you, you must hear God. Oh, hmm. there are people I can call them in the middle of the night. I called them. There was one day I called somebody. The person said, Hey, if I had not spoken to you, I was about to die. He was from China. This is a real Chinese woman, Chinese woman, not like a black man living. Oh real Chinese woman coming to die. You see, that is why your gift must be very sharp and your gift must be accurate. That is why you must always cry to your God. That is why you must always cry to your God. Okay, Richard, you know this woman I'm talking about. You know that woman, that fair, she's called Sarah. She's a Chinese person. You see, that is why your, your giftings must be sharp and must be accurate. Because life, life, a lot of people depend on you. Depend on you. Depend on you. I can wake up. I said today, I just want to take coconuts. We are going to look for where coconut is. Hey! You meet your love, I'll pass. You meet, I'll, I just coconuts. The coconut, I don't want the one that they sell that they they umba bonnet per day. You do we have a clone? Then you 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 pick her, fill it with fuel, walking around Kumasi just to buy co- uh, uh, coconut one CD. Mm. <laughs> Kube, 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 the name of you know. 
So that is it. You see, that is it. That is why your giftings must be sharp. And don't feel intimidated because someone is a prophet. You, you are a teacher. Hey, do you know what teachers are receiving? Do you know the giftings that a lot of teachers are receiving? <laughs> Obviously, working with prophets, they pay. <laughs> is that true though? Imagine your. You see, that is why you see. It's not everybody that can marry a prophet. See, prophets are the most weirdest people on the earth. So if you're a lady, you say you want to go and marry a prophet, and like be, one day they can say like, okay, God says I should go and pray, and then prayers. I'm going to this place. I'm going to pray for seven days. You are now going to take care of the children and everything. They, are, they will go. And then when they are going to, they will not, they will not cry. You. They are going alone. <laughs> so if you don't trust them, if you don't trust in problem, uh, all the responsibilities has come over you. Uh, like all the pain you are going through. You touch them at night. You want to do them. Mm, 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 mm. I'm not in the spirit. <laughs> You are coming to do me, <laughs> The day two, they are, they, they will not even, hey, me, I am the prophet. I am the one God speaks to me. <laughs> I am the one God speaks to me. You cannot tell me you two are in the spirit. Oh boy. Hell, my wife is here, my wife. You need grace. <laughs> I pray for grace for all the ladies here who one, one day you will be marrying prophets. Like you need ex, you need excess grace. You need excess grace Amen. on your head. May you re- may you receive double charisma. If you receive double, you receive excess grace. Oh, hallelujah. So you see, every number one, don't forget, every believer is having a gift. You have a gift, I have a gift. So work on your gift and make it shine. Alright? If you need a platform to exercise your gift, let me know. Let's talk. Let's just communicate. You'll be given the platform to exercise every gift of yours. You want to, you have a message you want to preach. We, we just want to give you the, the platform so that you can, so when you come to me, Uncle Ben, perhaps I have a message. I want to have give give us time. Let us have this. Uh, let us have this. I have given a lot of platform. People did not take. You see, I'm a man of God. So when I say that, ladies, we need five ladies to come and do this. It means that God has communicated to me, oh, and God says that this and that and that. So when you avail yourself, you'll be blessed. Okay. So you have a gift. The Lord bless you so much, and may the Lord grace you. In the name of our Lord Jesus. You have a gift. So I'll send a PDF to, to you tomorrow, okay? I'll send a PDF to you tomorrow. Tomorrow morning we are meeting. Sparkling dew. 4 o'clock a.m. 4 o'clock a.m. For sparkling dew. Rise up and come and pray. Hallelujah. It's not just prayer. It's a morning devotion. Everything day song. Hallelujah. Are you blessed today? Alright. I see people saying they are really blessed. Are you blessed? Mm. 
Kairos. I saw you have mentioned Naboth's name. Don't worry. God, when God, when God starts to use her, Obon say yes. Amen. Amen. So now, the exercise I'm giving you is everybody here send to my DM their giftings you you know, number one, you know you have. And then number two, the giftings you are not sure. So you list all the giftings for now. You now know that you are operating in this gift. It's an exercise from today to tomorrow morning. Let it be on my I'll be chatting with you on it. Tomorrow I'm not going anywhere. Tomorrow my prophet Mike Doshika will be the one coming in the morning. So I'll have time to do all the things I'll do so that I don't have I don't send a lot of links. So so that is that. So send it from today till tomorrow morning. I'll be chatting with each and every person. The announcement is that send the thing will cut right now. Send list the gifts that for now you know that this gift you have them. So if you have 12 gifts that you have all these gifts, you list them. Then the gift that you know you know you are you you know you are not very sure of. Like okay, you are not sure whether you have the miraculous gift or not. Send it to my number privately and then umreya and sanabeda. And then umreya and sanabeda. Message, S A WhatsApp 